Hello and welcome everybody to another episode of Robotalk with Accelerate. Today we are going to be talking about the FTC game breakdown. I am here with Coach Zach. Hello. And Jacob. Hello. Uh, we're going to be going over the pregame setup, the auto, the teleop, and the end game. Kind of a lot of some bulleted points of game manual part two. As I would like to remind everybody to please check out game manual part two. There is a lot of information that you do need to read. This is not any official guide whatsoever. Um, this is just some of the bullet points and some of the things that we've seen while diving in to the official Great Frenzy game manual. So we first start off with the pregame. Pregame has one preloaded box that is placed in the robot for each, uh, each robot, so four, but... If you think of what the box is actually for some of veterans or for some people I've seen FTC in the past, these boxes and spheres are actually the same as uh, Rover Ruckus. The only really element they've added is this rubber duck. And they've weighted down some of the boxes. They took out the squeaker for the duck. They did take <laughs> out the squeaker for the duck. So there is one duck on the carousel. Um, there is one on the what they what we call the barcode or the three different locations this duck can be, and eight in the alliance loading dock. So not actually that many rubber ducks on the field. Not as much as the spheres and cubes. Yeah, and you could also have it interchange with your um, yeah the, the team marker. And on another thing, there is no human player this season. Uh, we were kind of looking forward to our human player. We usually have uh, Gunner on our team. Usually is the main human player for us, and he's kind of disappointed that he doesn't get to be human player this year. Um, but there is, a unfortunately, no human player this season. Sounds like either the drive coach or someone else on the Alliance will be able to put the Rebuckies on Carousel. That would be the closest thing to human play. Um, going going along with kind of uh, where to place the robots, they can be in any orientation, but they have to be touching the playing field wall adjacent to their alliance station. They cannot start in the warehouse, in contact with the carousel, or on a barrier. And like we preached on at the beginning, can only have one preloaded box. I want someone to bring in this is a pet duck. This. <laughs> Wait, is RoboDuck still a thing? I, technically. I mean, I think we're still doing robotics this year. Since Marsh left. It's, it's not, <laughs> oh, not the same as it used to be. But. I forgot it was a Mishawaka team. We haven't seen that. How long have we seen them? Well, they were fairly newish because I remember when we first started. They, they started? Or like. They were... No, it was when we did um, Meets Here. Yeah. So it was our yeah. second year. Yeah. Now moving on to auto. There are several different ways you can achieve points. Uh, one of which is the carousel. You can deliver the pre-placed duck from the carousel to the ground floor. It's 10 points. And we kind of have an open recommendation that every team should be and is most likely fully capable of doing this. Make sure, though, there is a ruling on it that it does not hit your robot while you are releasing that duck into the playing field it has to go from the carousel to the ground floor 
So, as we talked about in before, the barcode, the barcode is one of the biggest ways, one of almost the biggest ways to earn points in Autonomous. So, when a robot uses the pre-place duct to detect um, and place that that scoring element on a alliance specific hub uh, earns 10 points and if you use your team shipping element instead of the duck to know where to put it in that alliance specific hub or it earns 20 points this might be difficult for some teams but uh tensorflow is a really good option that you can use uh it's free and they they update it every year and all you need is a camera um, and if you're still using a phone, you can actually use, I don't know how good of a quality it is. Yeah, you you don't need a like extremely well quality as long as you have um like good as long as the camera can see and and realize that it's a duck and then it's just a matter of logistics. If it's on the left, it goes here. If it's in the middle, it goes here. If it's on the right, um, make sure you are fact checking. Make sure it's the official release and. Uh, Find different resources to help you um, tensorflow is not super easy but if you have time it is a very viable option to do there's a lot of different range findings lighting you have to deal with that you have to take into account but if you are willing to take on a challenge this year tensorflow could improve your auto from like zero to hero like you can you could have a phenomenal auto uh, just by using TensorFlow. Truthfully, like, even if you're a new, still look into it. Build something that you can use in future seasons. If you don't use it this season, then you could use it for a few Because I have a feeling that Vision and TensorFlow, that's going to be the drawn out of just uh, determining autos. Yeah, we always recommend you try something new at least once a year at least one thing every year so you can slowly improve because no nobody is a world-class team on day one everybody needs to grow everybody needs to know their strengths and weaknesses and just seeing if you can learn tensorflow can make a world of difference not only in ftc but in the real world if you do not want to go down that route you can put a piece of freight each piece of freight whether that's on your robot or you're grabbing some from the alliance storage unit uh you can get two points but if it's in the alliance specific storage unit orange earns two points but if it's on the alliance shipping hub regardless of level it earns six points also if you don't even want to do any of that you can just drive into the alliance storage unit that earns three points and if it's parked completely in that storage unit you earn six points parked if you're parked in the warehouse closest to the robots corresponding alliance station it earns five points and completely parked in the warehouse no closest to the corresponding alliance station it earns 10 points uh going to a Going into the warehouse is a requirement for everyone who wants to compete seriously because you have you have to get in there to even get a block or a sphere out unless you're going to be doing or unless you're going to do ducks on the carousel the entire time. 
even I, I i see pros and cons of feeder bots for this year it's gonna be interesting to see how other teams do it even with a feeder bot though the only issue of that is you still have to go in to the warehouse regardless mm-hmm. yeah like because there's not i i feel like there's not going to be a whole lot because you can only grab one at a time yeah in order to get rack up a lot of points you got to be in and out quickly, quickly. yeah gotta be completely inside that's i think someone's already had a league meet where they didn't know that they had to be they had to completely cross the uh barrier house walls no it's called the the little black bars that yeah you You have to go completely over and i think there was a team who didn't know that and it was their first league meet yeah they were trying to score from the the depot they were trying to score from inside the warehouse Which is it a shipping hub or is it the warehouse? Warehouse. Yeah. There's a uh, they were trying to score from the warehouse into the um shared shared yep. shared, um, shared alliance hub. The shared alliance hub. It's not allowed. No. So Ma- make sure you read into all aspects of what you can and can't do because there's a lot of sort of mm-hmm. hidden things hidden in there. Movies. If you don't look into it correctly, it's gonna hurt you in the end major thing this is not an official guide at all um our rulings or our findings are straight out of the manual but that doesn't mean we are the holy text as subject to change as jacob says look at the game yeah definitely keep an eye on the forums because there's all sorts of stuff that's probably going to vary a little bit Moving on to teleop, we have, we're going to start off with freight. So each piece of freight, which is the, which can be cubes or, yeah, cubes or spheres. Or ducks. Or ducks. Each piece of freight scored completely within the line specific storage earns one point. Very possible for entry level teams. This, this method of placing freight into the... Uh, Align specific storage unit. Very easy for entry level teams. Push bot score. Someone can do something. Like yeah. if their first league meet, it's and m- they gotta have something. It can m- just be top level. And if your robot breaks, that's mm-hmm. one thing you could do. You just push things into that. They always have it. So um, you can, if you need to score, you can still score points even when you're down a leg or maybe just want to push bot them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The good thing is for this season, there's good bit of ways to how to get points like for especially new a few things that are really easy to do is like ducks are moving freight from one place so it shouldn't be too- going along as well with the pieces of freight each piece of freight scored in the alliance shipping hub earns two points for being completely on level one four points for being completely on level two and six points for being completely on level three the top level is going to be where some of those more aggressive and advanced teams are going to shoot for but i feel that if you can get the middle if you get can get the top two layers there's going to be a, a lot of points involved yeah, i feel like the actual progressive teams are going to put stuff on all levels mm-hmm. because in the end game there is going to be that final balance bonus yes. which May not add up to a lot of points, but hey, that's more points. And it's like, I have a feeling it's going to be kind of tooth and nail. Kind of along with uh, what Zach said, they don't really care where the pieces of freight is going. They care about how much is on there. And if you get 
two two fours like if you get two of them on level two that's eight points versus one on level three uh which is only six and coming down to two point difference like that could be it this season there could be like uh, going along with zach said it can be a very tight game this year and it will be very exciting it will be very heartbreaking sometimes but it'll also be very exciting (laughs) i can't wait for the actual competition because i've seen other teams something similar with like elements but then oh yeah there's gonna be a lot of i feel different designs that will go on yeah especially with drivetrains in and of itself i've already seen a whole lot of like it's not gonna be cookie cutter bots Mm -mm. at least league level I i think further up well, when to the yeah. world's level, you may see. I don't even think that. I think people will just like go for it. Like I, either if it's a smaller bot or a bigger bot. If it's, uh, we saw kind of a joke. It wasn't really. It doesn't really fit like a snake-like bot. <laughs> <laughs> Again, does not work. That is not FTC legal, but looks extremely cool. Yeah, that's not legal. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, <laughs> nowhere near it. What 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 rule specifically is that breach? <laughs> uh, eighteen by eighteen. Oh, yeah. Just... Unless wait, if it was coiled up, technically, technically, smaller. do not aid. Nobody get any ideas about what we're saying. <laughs> That'd be crazy. Uh, that would not be fun. Or a level cardboard bot. If you want snake, your if you want your programmers to cry, uh, that is an ex. No, what is it? Swerve Swerve Drive is an excellent way. Um for programmers to uh not want to program anymore but, uh, <laughs> well, that... I, I, I would recommend if you try swerve make sure that you know what you're doing because if not it's gonna it's very difficult make sure you Especially, know how... not even just for the programmers for the builders too yeah. because make sure you know how shopping carts work that's all i gotta say <laughs> moving along to the end game i just <laughs> what about end I game just... yeah <laughs> It's just, it? it's just the, the game, game theory. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. No. <laughs> Moving along to endgame. Ducks and or team shipping elements delivered to the plane floor earn six points for your team. By um, the carousel and can only be done in endgame. Yes. Ducks may be delivered one, can only be delivered one at a time, and it's got to fully touch the ground before you put another duck on there. And you have to have your robot back away from the carousel. So you can't just rapid fire it like uh, rapid fire. I don't <laughs> Yeah, like for, for uh, the carousel, you have to do the ducks one at a time. And then once one has been um, delivered to the ground, you have to stop and um, move away from the carousel. And the carousel has to stop before someone can put another duck on. Because I've been seeing a lot of teams just, it's continuously going and putting the on, but as of right now, that's illegal. Yeah. Ducks are for heat. You can deliver ducks. Or, sorry, boxes. Whatever the spheres are called. Just not, yeah. I was like, I don't know if that's one of those gray areas where if you actually do that in a competition, it's like, oh, uh, what you doing? The big, that'd be a question box thing. You're yeah. like, hey, look at look. Great. The, the big thing is... It's it's all one at a time. Everything is just one at a time. Mm-hmm. It's one after another after another. It's just it's just one at a time, and that's just how it's gonna be this year. And I think the uh, diners at the game was like, yeah, we're not gonna have them. We should limit like, this <laughs> rover as rockets. much as possible. Yeah, none. <laughs> also, in the end game, we have shipping hub status. 
So if the Alliance shipping hub is balanced, the Alliance receives 10 points. Very nice payout if you can balance it perfectly, as we said before. Not necessarily Jacob, perfectly. Jacob said before, a lot of these blocks are weighted, which is going to throw off your balance a ton. Balance, by definition, game is only the side isn't touched. But not really balanced but like it could, it could be leaning but most times that's just gonna tip it over anyway as long as yeah like jacobson not touching not touching the floor yep and that's where sort of strategy comes in hand it's like say if you just put all of your elements top in the uh the third level and the second level then it's gonna be really hard to try and counter out that balance because the top level there's no ribs on it it's very smooth so they're not, they're not gonna get stuck on something get the level out the bottom two levels in order to get that balanced and then on the other side uh where the shared shipping hub is if the shared shipping hub is contacting the tile floor so it is un unbalanced instead of balanced and if it's in favor of the alliance the alliance receives 20 points tipping could make or break your game again it is a 20 point difference but be careful because you cannot de-score any of the elements on the opposite side which won't be hard if you only put freight in there but if you put a big swinging arm that's like a hammer going towards a block of wood on on the edge of a table it's gonna fly everywhere and that results in multiple major penalties that could break your game and but if you can get it just unbalanced enough where you have all like you don't even have to worry like whatever they do won't like rebalance it i mean it wouldn't even matter how many points you got because you just have a 20 point lead and they don't even get an opportunity to have that 20 point but yeah like the, having just balancing either of the team shipping element or the shared shipping moving back to the alliance shipping hub we're going to cover capping uh, as we like to call it which is essentially putting your alliance marker on capped on top of the alliance shipping hub if it's if the team shipping element because that is what it's called yeah we're not very uh, we go from different names for stuff because it's like from year to year it's almost like the same exact thing so if we say something that's similar wrong or similar that we're meaning to sort of a previous year element or version yeah we're uh, hey wait it actually is capping we we are we apologize sometimes uh but since veteran team and vocabulary gets mixed up a lot uh, again kind of a suggestion is just read the manual uh it'd probably be a whole lot easier and a whole lot less confusing for everyone funny thing um, is it it is it is actually capping it is capping so we weren't lying to you um <laughs> capping is the correct term so when you cap and it is fully supported by the center pole on level three on the alliance shipping hub or over the uh, another team's shipping element the alliance earns 15 points uh this is a little bit of a difficult task but it's it's very worth it and if teams can design their cap or their their team shipping element 
to include a way for somebody else to stack on top of them that is big that is 30 points that your the other team can't even touch you with and that will also make or break your game going on uh at the very end uh kind of there there's always been this every year is parking if you if it's parked kind of in the warehouse it earns only three points but if it's completely in that warehouse six points no alliance specific storage because as long as you're in that area you're oh yeah or like on either side as long as you're over as long as you're over that barrier you are crystal clear does well, not... not the barrier itself the white line well, yeah either. as long as you're partially over the white line you get three points if you're completely over it six does not matter like you can just get in somebody's way legally legally get in another robot's way and stop possibly presenting or preventing them from getting that six points and then another uh different from last year kind of um scoring is pretty much not exactly live like last year they had to count rings going into this thing live but this year a lot of the scoring is going to happen after the match is done because it just counts it doesn't count like the movement of most things except for like the ducks yeah it's like if you put it in um either your alliance hub shared hub if it's knocked out no points gotta mm -hmm. all be there at the end which that's sort of a person tapping you actually knock over all your points in there not good um not good well, we would like to thank you all for listening to this episode of Robotalk with Accelerate, kind of our FTC Freight Frenzy uh, game breakdown. Um, my name is Andrew. Uh, I'm here again with Coach Zach. Yep. And uh, Jacob. Mm -hmm. I hope everyone has the great rest of their day or night or whenever you are listening to this. Peace.